0: Welcome back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 224. It's our first show in the new year, 2020. I never thought I would reach it myself. We've got a fantastic guest, and I've got my great co host as well. It, and it should be, a, I've got a feeling it's going to be a great show for the beginning of the year. And our guest is Krista Mashore. And Krista, uh, um, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers?
1: Hi, everyone. How are you? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Jonathan and Robert. I'm excited to be here. Man, you guys have done over 200 podcasts. You guys are rock stars because I know the amount of work that goes in. So, congrats to you for that. Um, yes, I am a uh, real estate trainer, uh, best selling author, and coach. Um, I also help small businesses and local professionals dominate their um, industry and become the authority figure in their arena and start attracting clients and stop chasing, chasing business. Um, I have created two seven figure businesses and we are on our way to helping um, others do the same.
0: (laughs) Right. And I've got um, for the new listeners and viewers, I'm going to let Robert quickly introduce himself.
2: Well, I have to, I usually kind of, don't do a huge introduction, but after Krista's like sizzle there, I have to. I'll throw in a few things. So I've been in real estate marketing for twelve years. I've helped establish quite a few real estate marketing divisions for companies that most real estate agents are familiar with, such as Agent Image and Enforza. And now I've founded my own company, Inbound Real Estate Marketing, and I've uh, been doing that for the last five years. And uh, consider myself to be uh, somewhat conversant in things related to uh, SEO and in inbound. So go ahead, John. You take it away. I that's love it.
1: agent image. That I that's that's. Uh, I think I've actually used
2: them. <laughs> Pro- probably, Krista. Yeah, I would I- be halfway surprised if you and I have spoken because at one point I was I was one of the lead people for a while there.
1: Yeah, that's
0: great. Right. So, Krista, um, your tagline on your website is "Great agents are created." not born but you know i thought it was a great tagline and you know, there's some people in the industry think you've got you know you you are created as you know you if you're not if you don't have the kind of um looking for the right word if you don't have it in you it you you're never going to get success but i i totally agree with your ca- catchphrase you know that um, they're created not born so how do you create a great agent Krista?
1: Well that's a good question first of all it's it starts with the mindset and I know so many people talk about this and they, it seems so cliche but mindset is a huge part of, of everything if you have to really constantly be working on your mindset just like you do your body when you're trying to lose weight or you know your marriage right your marriage takes work and isn't always easy but if you constantly work at it, it usually does well. So we we have a heavy emphasis on mindset. And then we just show them, you know, we get them to believe that anything is possible. And then we give them the tools and the strategies to ship the actual blueprint on how to make that happen. But I'm a huge proponent on mindset because, you know, we need it more and more as in, in our society, I think.
0: <laughs> That's true. So, you know, I do actually agree with you and also agree it is thrown around quite a lot and it has become a little bit cliche so what are some of the actual tips you can give that might help our listeners and viewers get the right attitude
1: that's a that's a great question so first of all i you know every morning i um fill out a sheet like this right, right now this is just a copy of it that is it's a. Uh, it's, it's laminated, but we, I have a paper sheet because I prefer paper better. And we have them first of all, every morning, um, write out six things that they're grateful for. We also have them read their, our manifesto. You can see this is my manifesto. It's big. It's the size of me, right? This is my manifesto. We have them, we have them, uh, <laughs> read their manifesto. Um, and then we also have them visualize that they're seeing themselves succeeding every day. Uh, lastly, we have them write out six things that they are going to get done that day. And we say that, you know, you, as a professional or entrepreneur, you want to have at least six and a half hours every single day of strategies that you're actually working on to improve your business. And then the other three and a half hours, because let's face it, most entrepreneurs work at least 10 hours a day are kind of left for the filling in type of things. We really want someone to really put the hardest thing first. So for example, we really emphasize video and no one likes to do video. So we encourage them to eat that frog and do video first because it gets it out of their way gives them more energy, and it makes them show that they're succeeding. So reading the manifesto, showing gratitude, um, uh, <clears throat> writing out your six steps is, is the most important part of what we teach them originally, um, and show, and then lastly, showing what, you, what they're grateful for, like writing down, what are we grateful for? What is working um, in our business right now? We start our mornings that way, and we end our mornings by, we end our days by celebrating our wins for the day, and then planning out our next day. So basically we like to have them sort of try to plan out the six things the night before, because in their mind, they're already setting themselves up for success. So the mindset, the visualization and the gratitude is just a huge part of them being successful. Writing out the six things gets them being more systematic, right? And then celebrating their wins, success breeds success. The more you win, the more you win. So we want them to really focus on what's working because then they get more of it because they're focused on it. So
0: that's that's a really good strategy. Oh, I love it! I love it. Over to you, Robert.
2: Well, um, the stuff that I that I reviewed of yours, Krista, before the podcast started was I noticed that you were talking a lot about being a community marketer, and uh, I didn't have enough time, or I didn't make enough time, if I'm being honest, uh, to go through all your videos and, and check out exactly what that looked like to you. And I was deeply curious about it. I was wondering. Well, I mean, I couldn't agree more with the concept, but seeing it, how you view the mechanics of that concept as a real estate agent. Now, I'm going to read some stats so that hopefully our listeners will really pay attention to what you're going to say next, if they're true, which is at one point you were selling either between one and 200 homes per year yourself. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah. So my best year I sold 169 homes and that's just with me an assistant and a transaction coordinator. So it's not like I had this big team behind me. Um, Last year, I only sold 78 homes, but I am coaching 99% of the time and spending about 1% of my time on real estate uh, because I'm coaching now. So um, my numbers definitely have gone down, but my team, now I have a team. There's two, two agents that are kind of taking it the place of me. Uh And, um, the year that I left was two years ago. I I started my coaching business. I sold 154 homes that year. Then we went down to 101 because again, I was training them and I was stepping out and they had this whole mindset like, they want you, they want you. And I'm like, no, they don't. They want my process. Right. Uh And then this year we did, uh, last year we did 78. So, um, Now I'm stepping a little bit back into the role of being the leader for my company. My goal is to have us get back up to 150 homes this year. I have no doubt that we'll do it based upon the strategy. Basically what happened was is when I left um, my real estate business to focus on my coaching, my team, when when the cats away, the mice will play. And my team I found out was not doing all of the things that I actually teach. And so that's why we went down from, you know, our numbers went down. So now okay. I'm back in my office making sure they're doing those things. So do you want me to kind of go over what those things are that
2: we teach? Well, well, yes and no. You're talking a lot. So that's the coaching side. And I I know that we'll hit that a couple times. But I want to know what you meant when you said you should be a community dominator, community marketer. Yes,
1: marketer. Yeah. So when, you, when you're talking about a community marketer, you want to be – basically the mayor of your town, you, anytime anybody thinks real estate or community, and this honestly works for, for any profession, they need to think about you. Now I may have sold in my, you know, anywhere from hundred to 150 homes on a given month or year. I'm sorry. But if nobody knows that, like I'm an expert in real estate, but if nobody knows that it doesn't make a difference. So becoming a community market leader, it basically is you start producing content, adding value, right? We, these are strategies that the fortune 500 companies use. Mm-hmm. So how I did that, and I'll tell you. One year, um, we averaged a hundred homes a year. So, in you know, eighteen years, I've sold over two thousand homes. But one year, when the market crashed, when it was doing really, really good, right, and then it crashed, um, and then it got really, really started to improve. We went from selling over hundred homes a year down to twelve. And that, how I got us back up to over hundred in twelve months, is this strategy. I started utilizing digital marketing in combination with video. So basically. The question that we all get asked as real estate agents and lenders is, how's the market? So I started basically running videos and telling people how the market was. I started interviewing local restaurants, interviewing, going, looking at the best dog parks in town, what you should be, you know, where to take your, your sweetie for Valentine's Day, um, specializing in certain neighborhoods, going and doing videos on those neighborhoods, running videos for the local businesses, and then running ads behind them. So going on social media, going on Facebook and not just posting it on my business page or my, or my personal page, but actually taking that video and running ads behind them, creating funnels, uh, creating landing pages and actually taking people down the funnel. So meaning if I created an ad on three tips, uh, when selling your home and somebody watched that video, then the next video I would show them was seven essentials, um, to make to maximize when selling, right and then I would send them down they watch that one, then I'd send them down to, hey, let's get evaluation on your home and then of course doing different types of ads that have a really good hook that draws the reader in. And by doing this, I mean I just did my, my stats yesterday. I can show you this. it's pretty cool. Um, I, w- I was just trying to I, from one of my, uh, my marketer I said, hey, get me some stats on some numbers of our of our houses that we're selling and I'll show you this. So he gave me um, something for the back of 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 a postcard. And we have, we average anywhere from 280 to 300 hours of watch time on one video. And this is because we're properly distributing that video and getting the video into people's hands. And what I have to ask you is this, how many open houses would I have to do to get 555 hours of somebody watching me, 387 hours of people watching me? Now, these videos are very, very short. So if I'm doing a video, excuse me for looking down, but if I'm doing a video and it's a two-minute long video and I have 555 hours watched on that video, imagine how many eyes actually saw that, right? Uh, That's how you become the community market leader in conjunction with philanthropy. So we really encourage our students to be as philanthropists as possible to make sure that they, here's an example. So you see that? So see where it says like 555, So we've got one video that has 555 hours, another one that has 394 hours, another one, 208, another one, 357 hours. So this is just from community-related or home-related videos that we're putting out. And then, of course, they're seeing me. So when they see me all the time, Um, they're getting to know me, to like me and to trust me. And now I'm being seen as the authority figure because I'm constantly putting out content and showing people are seeing the content and they're not just seeing me as somebody who sells homes. They're actually developing a relationship with me. So we teach people how to start attracting the right clients and detracting the wrong ones. Meaning if somebody sees me on video a lot, they're either going to like me or they're not, right? So I'm attracting the right kind of client and then I'm I'm detracting the ones that are not going to be so fun to work with. So um, it works phenomenally. I mean, it's just utilizing digital marketing strategies and using video and doing them correctly can very, very quickly increase your business.
2: Did that answer you, Robert? Yes, it did. And it matches philosophies that I've been talking about in the SEO world, so I'll, take, I'll give you something to pass along to your coaching clients. So in the SEO world or the inbound marketing world, when you connect video to a, like a WordPress website that you own or maybe that you don't in, in some cases, but one way or the other, a platform that you do have control over, um, that, 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 that content, what you're talking about, that engagement rate, right? It dry, Google is all about engagement rate right now in terms of how they rank. It's more important than links and all these complicated things. It's more important than all of them. So you take exactly what you've already been saying, but then you take the one additional step and say, you're going to put that on a website as part of maybe a blog post that you've got five or 600 words of, and you've got a very good chance, a surprisingly good chance to rank. And now you're going to get a whole nother stream of eyeballs, not just from the YouTube search engine, but from the Google, Google search engine and your, your cornerstone, your anchor content is still the same content. It's not different. It's the same thing that you've already done. You're just applying it on a second pl- platform. So you, can, you might be able to it like really deeply it lengthen the impact of your efforts just with that step. We absolutely
1: do. It's called video repurposing. So we teach our students to take one video to then get it transcribed through Reb to upload that video along with the transcription. So now you have a video and you also have the words onto their blog post. So then it is then ranking on Google. So we have have students ranking on the first page of Google from that. They also then take that and put it on YouTube as well. They take the long form post, put the long form post on Facebook as well as run an ad behind it. So from just one video, you can get seven uses out of doing one video. So imagine doing, we tell our students to do three videos a week, which no one usually does. They usually do one, some do two. And they do, let's let's say you even just do, let's say one a week, right? That's 52 pieces of content, videos that you then can turn into seven pieces of content where you now are being seen on Instagram, right? Because we have them put it on Instagram. We have them, you know, uh, put it on YouTube, Facebook, their website, their blog post, And then it's, it's just crazy. And it's amazing how quickly that somebody can really, really start dominating. And they're being seen, you know, Jessica, just, just, just take Facebook, right? Well, first of all, we know that YouTube is the second largest search engine, right? Uh-huh. So next to Google, because Google owns YouTube. And so now they're, they're being seen on the second largest search engine. They're, they're being seen with words and with videos. So they're depending on how people like to be seen you know, they like to research and they just start like dominating. And we know that not everyone goes to YouTube. Not everyone goes to Google. Not everyone goes to Instagram, but when you just take that extra step and spend the extra 10 minutes and you put them on all the sites, now you're ensuring that you're being seen from everyone everywhere. And you're not just saying, Hey, I'm the greatest in the world. You are giving true valuable content, tips and tricks. How do you make somebody's life better? You're giving them, you know, mobile market trends, and it's really important as far as the SEO that when you do it and we're learning this, we're not, we're not experts by any means, please, Robert, not even close, but we do know that we're trying to get hyper-local focus. So it's really, really important in our content that we're saying, you know, Brentwood, California, you know, Contra Costa County nine four five zero nine. 509 Like when, Hey, if you're looking at market trends for Brentwood, California nine four five zero nine, 509 here's what's happening and make sure you say that in the video and in the wording so that that way, when people are searching, it's more hyper local focus, whereas I if you think, try to I
0: do a think, market. Hmm? Sorry, it's <laughs> no, 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 uh, It's fantastic. We're going to go for a quick break, folks. When we come back, we'll be discussing no, some more John, of this.
2: Yeah? John, you got it. You're you're wrapping. You're going to go on to Krista's show.
0: No, no. I think we've got another five ten minutes, and then we can transfer to Krista's show. Okay. Um, so we're going to go for a break, and we come back.
2: We're
0: coming back. Uh, Krista's really on the ball. Um, Krista, I saw you on Grant Wise's um, um, day webinar, and I thought Grant did a fantastic job. But I also um, felt that you did a fantastic job as well about what we've been previously discussing about video, because I think that was one of your main topics when you were on Grant's um, show a couple of days ago, wasn't it?
1: Yes, I love Grant. He's great. Yep, yeah. that, that's my thing. Video and social media is kind of my thing.
0: Now, um, I've got a follow-up question because we, we've we been also, me and Robert, been hammering video. But I just want to get something because you're very experienced and knowledgeable about the psyche of agents. I've noticed with um, all the all the discussions I've had in the, with agents that there seems to be two types. There seems to be what I call the Bethany agent where they use very strong local relationships and they get not a lot of um, referrals, but when they do get a referral, mm-hmm. it's normally cast iron unless they do something to ups, upset the possible prospect. And then you've got, what I call the Zillow agents, where they buy a lot of leads and they're not that strong on building strong local relationships. But what I feel to be really successful in 2020 is you've got to combine both together. But I found a lot of agents find it very hard to move from the Buffini method to combine the two together. Or if they're the online marketer, to utilize... Why is that? Why do you think? Do you think I'm right? First and secondly, getting insight why it's hard for the two to kind of mix as one.
1: I absolutely think that it's essential to do to do both, and, and it and it's 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 hard for some people, right? But we, it's no longer um, when you if you're think about this when you're being seen by eyes. Okay, by 2023, 82 percent of what you see on the internet is going to be video, right? So that means we we have to start getting. Ourselves our wrapped around it, but you're developing a relationship with your audience through video. There's something called a parasocial relationship, and I actually learned this from Grant Wise. I didn't even know about it until like three months ago. So shame on me. He taught me this. That when we're young and we're we're, we're looking at somebody on the TV screen, we're we're being programmed to see them as somebody that of importance, right? It's 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 actually being programmed psychologically into us because of us being you know stuck on that boob tube when we were young so when you do this you're starting to develop a relationship with people and think about people you see on tv you you know you either love them or you hate them right like you you're an advocate for the ones that you love it is no different when you start doing it locally and you're also prospecting you're inadvertently cold calling you're inadvertently door knocking you're inadvertently doing open houses because you're being seen constantly everywhere and i and it's like you're you're doing that by utilizing video, but it's very important that you properly distribute it because if you're just posting it on Facebook or just posting it on your on you know uh, on your ads manager account, there the those algorithms are not letting everyone see you because they want you to pay to play. Um, but you but you still do both, and you still do client appreciation parties. Like I still this year did a you know we, we do a pie party, and we still um, uh, do you know pictures of Santa Claus. You've got to do all that stuff. But the thing is, is that you're going to have a much greater impact when you do those things because people are seeing you all the time and they're they're wanting to come more and the referrals. I mean, the referrals that you get just increase dramatically because then people are again reminded. I just recently needed uh, uh, some work done at my house and I couldn't remember the name of the appliance guy that I hired because he didn't keep in touch with me. If I would have seen him on Facebook or he would have been sending me a flyer or doing both, I would have called him, but I didn't use him because I didn't remember. And that happens to real estate agents all the time. We assume our clients are going to come back to us, but they forget. And if you're just doing pot buys, but you're not showing, that's what Bethany does, right? And, And they do work. I think they work, absolutely. But if you're just doing that, we're in a digital age. People are expecting more from us. Re- recently, I just uh, picked up a listing and they said they called me, they go, we feel really bad. we've had We've been getting for the past six years, every single Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, we've been getting little gifts from our agent. But quite frankly, we see that you dominate online, and we want a more experienced agent that can get get our homes massive exposure. So you can if somebody's interviewing people and we can show them, "Hey look, this home right here had 555 hours watched. We reached 136,000 people. Um, that's really, really more powerful than getting the little box of chocolates. And according to the National Association of Realtors, 67% of buyers are going to walk through a home they see online. So it's our fiduciary duty to get our houses exposed to the much as much as we can for our sellers. It helps our
2: sellers and it also helps us.
0: I thought that was fantastic. Over to you, Robert.
2: So, um, one way or the other, we're, we're probably approaching the last five, six minutes of the show. And, um, I know that you've covered in the beginning of the show, the six steps that you tell people to, to do with your coaching business. And obviously coaching is, is, it seems based on the way that you're allocating your personal time, you, you have decided to be passionate about that particular business. So what does a passionate real estate coach with the track record of success as a personal real estate agent, what do they tell uh, like new and medium experienced agents? Because hopefully experienced agents who are already in the 1% have their things that they're going to do at the beginning of a new year. But what do you tell everybody else that may not have a rock solid action plan for how do you kick off 2020 the right way in real estate?
1: Great, great answer. First of all, do your morning ritual like I talked about. That's essential because you've got to get your mind right. If you have a blueprint, it won't work if your mind's not right. So
2: do your morning routine. Create one. Huh? But if you don't have one, you're really saying create one. Create Absolutely. a morning routine.
1: Okay. Absolutely. I mean, okay. get up 15 minutes earlier. Show what you're grateful for. Write out six things. Read your affirmations. Make your own personal manifesto. Okay, so my students all read this every day. We had a coaching call today. We read it out loud together. And they fill out their daily sheet. I will tell you this is the truth, Robert. If I ask my students what were, how they were successful this year, what they look back, eight out of ten of them will say that their morning sheet helped them more than anything else, right? Because then they were able to do the activities that I have them do. Secondly, pick a niche. Pick a niche, become the specialist in a certain neighborhood or a certain move up buyer, move down buyer, FHA specialist. And then I want you to start creating as much content on it as possible. And then running ads behind it, commit to spending five hundred dollars a month running ads behind it. right now, we have a huge project that my students are doing, and it's basically I call it location domination on you know on the internet, right so we, we have them picking a, a certain niche or a neighborhood and then basically going in there and talking about the types of homes in the neighborhood. You know, this is certain sun exposure. This is why you want to buy this certain sun exposure. (laughs) Uh, What are the school scores diving into the schools and what what schools they they will go to Interviewing local restaurants, all within that specific subdivision. So when somebody goes deer Ridge subdivision and then taking that content and doing like, like we talked about doing the video repurposing and putting it on those other locations, if you commit to creating those two videos a week, on your subject matter in your niche, I guarantee you that you will pick up a minimum. And I'm just guaranteeing, I'm being very, very, like, like low here of 12 new deals this year. But here's the deal: most people will not do it. Let me show you this list. Oh, where's the list? Here we go. See this list right here? <laughs> so this is an example of what we're. I have my students doing. So basically, um, they take take their community and they're they go and look at personal training gyms, uh, HOAs, strip malls, grocery stores, specialty stores. Um, local wineries, local profits, local events, par- parades, philanthropy. They have five pages because two of them aren't here. Uh, my, my videographer has them, of content on a specific okay. area so that they can then do this and they will dominate. But they, most people don't want to do the work. It's a lot of work. Gotcha.
2: Got you. So I'm going to rephrase what you just said for those that may not be as advanced, because you laid a lot of data on everybody, especially those people listening in the cars and, and, and so on and so forth. So what I heard Krista just say, audience, is that number one, have, have a plan. And your plan should start off with a morning routine. And though she's calling it by something else, what she's really instructing you to do is use neuro-linguistic programming in order to get results. So I strongly recommend for all those people that may want to know what the core background is of why this would be successful is to go ahead and do a little research on neuro-linguistic programming because she is actually right. She is not giving you a method. She's literally telling you to program yourself and that Scientific, will work. If you scientifically, this is proven to work. If you do it, it will work, period. End of discussion. Um, the, the, the mechanism, you should probably go check out Krista's website. Because she laid a lot of information really fast, and, and not even I could repeat what the mechanism is right now. If you Sorry. ask me, but you could probably go find the mechanism on her site, and that's uh, callwithkrista.com or um, uh, or Krista, Krista Mashmore M A S. yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I'll,
0: sure. I'll be asking to um, I think I think what we're going to do is wrap it up. Uh, um, so Krista. What is the best ways that people can find out more about you, your company, your ideas, and what you're up to, Krista?
1: You can go to uh, threeclientsin30days.com. That's a challenge that we offer. Or just go to kristamayshore.com. I'm sure you'll have it in the show notes. Okay, and uh, I also wrote a book, Sell 100 Homes a Year. I can get you a free digital download on that where people can actually um, – And I lay out everything in that book. I mean,
0: we literally tell you exactly what we do to sell 100 homes a year. It's all these strategies we're talking about. Oh, please send it and I'll make sure it's available on the the show notes, Christy. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I have to come back um, later on in the year because I I thought we just touched on some of these subjects. Robert, how can people find out more about your knowledge and what you are up to, Robert?
2: (sighs) Um, so they could go to uh, inboundrem.com. I strongly suggest that you subscribe to my site. I usually don't say that on these shows because 2019 was more about me refining some technology projects I was working on. But I am now, 2020 is all about the marketing. I'm going to be doing lots of content post a month at least, if not more. So please go to the website, subscribe, and I'll keep you up to speed and all the things that, that I think are relevant for the new, uh, the new decade.
1: That's inboundrem.com?
2: Yes. All
0: right. And folks, go to the Mel Wright website. We've got over 200 interviews with full show notes and links with a widespread of experts like Krista. And we got a lot of other content. And our program is getting stronger and stronger as well, folks. We'll be back next week with another guest like Krista giving you insight to hopefully make your 2020 a fantastic year, not only for yourself, but for your family. We'll be back soon next week folks
1: bye bye bye